0: In this episode, we are going to be discussing communications and media. So I'm going to try to keep this short because there are a lot of articles, some reading for you to do that will give you a little bit more in depth look at different types of communication platforms and media. Okay. We're going to revisit the sports marketing textbook by Bernard Mullins, Stephen Hardy, and William A. Sutton for some of our definitions for this lesson as well. And we're going to talk about public relations. We had mentioned public relations previously in an earlier episode. Public relations is defined as an interactive communication strategy that seeks to create a variety of mediums designed to convey the organizational philosophies, goals, and objectives to an identified group of publics for the purpose of establishing a relationship built upon comprehension, interest, and support. So public relations reflects the policies and programs developed by the organization. It's going to evaluate the attitudes towards the organization and its products and it identifies the impact of the public interest. So that's public relations. We're going to switch over into media relations. And media relations are designed to formulate and shape favorable opinion via the mass media. There's two different types of media relations that you're going to want to be familiar with. The first is reactive so reactive fields and responds to inquiries so something happens somebody comes to you and wants to get your reaction the other type is going to be proactive which means that you are the initial point of information and it comes from the organization itself so think about this in terms of news inquiries and some of the stories that you hear in the media is the organization putting the information out themselves? or are you hearing it from another outlet where they discovered a story and then they went to the organization to get a reaction or to get clarification or follow-up? So a third type of relations that we're going to talk about is community relations. So community relations is a strategy that sports programs use to deliver outreach-type programs. They may come in the form of player, team, or league-initiated programs they are intended to enhance media relations efforts by attempting to create goodwill. So this is the department that organizations will use to kind of get a pulse of the community, of their support, of their reaction, of their engagement and their interaction. for the purpose of creating and enhancing goodwill towards your organization within the community in which you operate so this could also be an area where social responsibility comes into play and so if we talk about sports media there's several different types of media that can be involved here So athlete-driven media is sports-related content that's created and posted directly by the athlete. So at this point, we are outside coverage of the actual competition itself. And when we're talking about athlete-driven media, we are talking about direct engagement between the individual athlete and the public. So this allows athletes to connect with their fans on a more personal level and vice versa. It allows for storytelling and human interest stories so this is where you're going to find platforms such as instagram facebook maybe twitter come into play because it's where the athletes are reaching out directly to the public and the public can contact the athlete directly now there are pros and cons to both sides of this um but that's one of the things that has helped fuel the interest in sports media, in the sports industry, is being able to have that personal connection with your favorite player or your favorite celebrity, perhaps a favorite newscaster, sportscaster, or personality. Now, we can't talk about sports media without talking about ESPN. ESPN was not always around. It came into play because they found a need for it. It filled a space. It filled a void. So ESPN truly changed the sports industry because it began providing 24-hour coverage of sports and events. It offered national highlights. Back in the day, back before the internet, back before all of you were born, there was a time where you would only get coverage of games that took place in your geographical market. And if if your favorite team happened to be across the country, the only way you would find out results and highlights might be through the evening news, where it was covered in this short, brief segment of sports. So this allowed national highlights to be shared across the country, across sports, to reach an audience all across America. It decreased the need for local coverage because then you could get all of your sports information in one channel through ESPN as opposed to just getting it from your local news source. It also increased the sports celebrity, specifically through highlights. You get to learn some more of the players' names, some of their actions, because you get to see their best plays replayed again and again and again through highlight reels. And it also allowed for more off-the-field stories, so against more of those human interest stories and storytelling, history, and some of the greatest of all times that get covered through those those stories. Now, ESPN had a huge impact on cable broadcasting. It transitioned from news to digital to original content creation, so not only were they Providing scores and highlights, but they went online. They created a digital presence and they also began to create their own original content their own ESPN produced content They the influence on the creation of regional networks and the potential later acquisition by ESPN so ESPN was kind of the gold standard they started this national network and then you started to see some of these regional networks pop up such as NESN or the Yankee Sports Network or the Southeastern Conference Network the SEC Network the ACC Network a lot of these regional networks started popping up to cover specific markets or specific geographical regions now a lot of those have been acquired by ESPN but they did start as independents and they grew themselves to be able to provide coverage to a specific market ESPN has also um, had a role in some other major sports networks, such as NBC Sports and Fox Sports 1, it'd be able to show that there was a demand for this content, and so some of these other networks started creating their own extensions to be able to fill that need. there was also the creation of entity-based networks and content, such as the NFL Network, the MLB Network, NFL Films, and the MSG Network. So these entities could then gut the Inspiration to create their own network, to produce their own content based on their own internal entities. So from the houstonpress.com, why is ESPN able to spend so voraciously on sports television content? Because cable and satellite providers pay ESPN a relative king's ransom for the right to carry its network. For just the main ESPN channel, so that is ESPN only, it's not ESPN2, it's not ESPNU, it's not any of the other ESPN networks, just the primary ESPN channel. For just that main channel, cable providers pay Disney, who happens to own ESPN, they are the parent company of ESPN, cable providers pay Disney $6.61 per cable subscriber. So think about that. How many of you have cable, have cable networks? You or your family or through your dorms or through your apartments, how many of you are cable subscribers? With ESPN in around 93 million homes, that's about $7 billion in revenue before ESPN even takes in $1 of advertising. So that is strictly the right for a broadcast provider, for a cable provider, to offer ESPN as a channel. $6.61 per cable subscriber. So next time you look at your cable bill and you wonder why it's so high, check to see if you have the ESPN sports package available. All right, so social media has had a huge impact on sports, on broadcasting, on communication, on media relations and athlete relations, community relations. It has really changed the way fans interact with their favorite sports entities. So, I'm gonna let you do some of the reading to find out a little bit more about how they've had that input impact. But a few years ago, Facebook tried to broadcast a Mets game live. So, for those of you who are on Facebook and have used the Facebook Live function, you know that you can use it to broadcast, uh, to watch a live broadcast, or to record your own live video. So, Facebook teamed up with the New York Mets to try to cover one of their home games live through the Facebook platform. That way any Facebook user could kind of ch- could log in and watch the game together. Now they ran into a few glitches. It was a great effort. It was a great first try. But as all new experiments, chances are something's going to go wrong. So for any of you who have ever watched a Facebook Live event and you kind of get a list you get a, a running feed of all of the comments everybody who chimes in with their thoughts and feelings you get the people who like it who love it who laugh and who cry so you get all of these little emojis popping up and floating across the screen well it's kind of hard to watch a baseball game when little hearts and smiley faces are floating across the screen so there were some complaints about that I think about partway through the broadcast they were able to um, Disconnect that feature so that the little smileys and hearts stopped popping up. Um, you still kind of had the newsfeed, so the picture was kind of small. Um, so they did run into some glitches. You also have to worry about bandwidth and the number of people logging on and whether or not the platform can carry that amount of traffic with the streaming requirements of an event like this. So it was a great first try, but Also, the fans were there live to comment and feed their displeasure in real time. Right, so take some time to read through the content that's available under the content tab in Brightspace. Reach out to me if you have any questions or if there are any specific areas that you want to get some more information for a deeper dive into the different types of communications and media that are associated with the sports industry. Just reach out via email.